one so three and to the four big jazzy g i'm taking condoms out that doll ready to get up in you and smash it up ready to get up in you it's lifting the lemons hey everybody please forgive my nasally tones here today i am indeed getting over a bit of a cold but please don't let that distract you from what's going to be a really valuable episode here today now it's going to be a shorter one all right and i am flying solo but i I'm very confident that today's episode is going to help you give a renewed sense on your current place in fitness with your body, your relationship with your health and your progress, uh, progression there, sorry. Um, you know, whether you're currently trying to transform your body uh, or make progress with it at least or change something in your life, I think this is going to really help to give you a new perspective on that and a new appreciation for uh, patience, basically, and uh, and how indeed fitness can really change your life and, and, and how it's a model that I've found certainly with my own life and what I've seen in friends, family, clients can be uh, an incredibly poignant tool in how to lead a really good and high integrity life. Um, as I said, it's going to be a short one uh, and it's actually based around an article that I had written a few years ago um, and it just came up the other day and I remembered uh, you know, how profound I sort of found it at the time. Um, now, we're going to begin with one of my favorite things, which is an analogy. Uh, and as always, please humor my fondness for the dramatic. Uh, but I'd like you to imagine, if you will, that you are married, okay? And your marriage isn't quite where you'd like it to be. You know, perhaps you aren't talking like you used to. The sex sure as hell isn't what you know it can be. And one of you seems to have that grayish hue pulled over your eyes. And you're at a place and you really don't know how you got here. For all intents and purposes... You simply aren't happy. However, today is the day you're going to make the effort. You're going to make the change. You're going to make a simple but thoughtful gesture like picking up flowers on your way home or putting together a delicious and nutritious meal from one of the dusty old recipe books you received as a gift all but two Christmases ago. Now your partner returns home. You stop what you're doing to greet them. You walk straight up to them and gently place your warm hands on their cheeks. You look deep into their eyes and you say, How wonderful it is to see you, darling. Please, tell me all about your day. Now, of course, this may startle them. It may go well, and it may go not so well. But you have had the best of intentions to making them feel loved, valued, and welcomed. You made an out-of-character effort to do this because you know you've gotten lazy and distracted from the things that truly matter in your life. You feel good for doing this, but your partner is perhaps really stressed, busy, not in the mood, or at the very least, not quite as elated as you as pictured. Bummer. Now, you're not a child. You don't throw a frumpy and give up. Things don't transform that quickly. So you make a continuous effort day after day for a couple of weeks. You know you're doing the right thing, at least it's not for a lack of trying, but you aren't seeing the results you had perhaps imagined when you decide to make this conscious effort. You aren't making sweet, passionate, adventurous love every evening because of your extra effort or gesture. You've perhaps had a few extra smiles or fake sounding thank yous, but God damn it, nothing worth all this extra effort you're putting in. The extra work you're putting in at work so you can leave home early to make a dinner or remembering to scribble a cute note saying how beautiful they are and sticking it to the mirror. Fucking forget it. I'll take the extra time in bed, I'll loosen the slack at work, I'll have a pint with the chaps instead of getting home earlier. What's the point in doing something without an immediate result, right? I mean, that's insanity, technically. So you revert to your old, less enthused behavior, and what do you know? Your marriage stays the same. 
In fact, it gets worse because you've highlighted your previous lack of effort and passion with a brief burst of positive behavior and endeavor. You feel more hopeless than before because you genuinely do not know what can be done. You tried making a change in effort and it did not work. What do you do? This was supposed to be it, your partner for life, but you can't possibly be happy for years to come the way things are. That vision you once had of a long and passionate marriage to the love of your life has faded like an old bumper sticker. Enter virtue, patience, stoic resolve. However you want to brand it, that thing when you just don't give up. You see, the thing I love about fitness, training, physical endeavor, is that it is the fairest, most basic representation of the universal fact that you get out of life what you put in. And that great things take time. Time takes it all, and how we invest our time is of the utmost importance. Nowadays, everything is instantaneous. The immediate social media gratification, the likes, zip, zorps, licks, thumbs, and so on. You want an answer or video? Bing, there you go, next. You think people were less happy when they had to grind their coffee beans and brew it up? I venture no. It is not my intention to preach some you know, self-righteous drivel about the state of our world. We have reaped the rewards of our extraordinary advances in technology and can do amazing and unfathomable things every day because of it. I can FaceTime my grandma whilst walking home and simultaneously order a Nando's because frankly, I'm just too damn productive to have time to make dinner. Unfortunately, though, the subconscious byproduct of this masturbation culture, as I like to call it, is that it has slowly, but oh so surely, fucked up our capacity for patience. Our attention spans have taken a massive hit, mine included, because we can all have our holes and sensory receptors instantly and simultaneously fondled by different stimulus. Next time you watch a great movie or episode or a brilliant show... If you're with a group of people, declare that for the duration, no phone shall be touched. Shy of emergency, and witness the gorgeously confused neural breakdown behind their eyes. And you risk being called a pretentious hippie or some such, but it'll be worth it. Trust me, I've done it a bunch of times. Now, I acknowledge I've indulged another favorite pleasure of mine, the tangent. However, I firmly believe all of these elements are interlinked within the same pattern of behaviors that ultimately lead people to give up their endeavor to finally get in the shape of their life. Genetic predisposition aside, getting in shape, meeting your goals, whatever they may be, really is in your two hands. Your body is indiscriminate to your wealth or by what name you call God. It will respond to what you do to it and what you put in it. It really is more or less that simple. There's no shortcut. And whilst I've seen how much happier people are when they feel more confident in their bodies and have met goals that once seemed insurmountable, it's actually the change in mindset that is truly transformative. It is this that bleeds generously and vibrantly into all other areas of life. The pure realization that you are fully in control of changing what you want to change. The empowerment that comes with acknowledging that as long as you still have breath left in your body, you have the ability to take charge and achieve what you want to achieve. You really do. Whether your body, your relationship, your life, you. Now don't get me wrong, it is indescribably hard to do this. It takes constant will, effort, time, and an anchor in knowing why you are doing it to carry you through. 
a lot of the time you won't feel up to it or you just simply will not want to. But it's in that moment that you can exercise the power of choice. Choosing to do something in return for what seems like nothing. Choosing to be uncomfortable instead of comfortable. Could you build a multi-million pound fortune? Sure. Many of the most disadvantaged people have. But will you? Will you sacrifice, endure, overcome fear time and time again and be patient for as long as it takes? Who can tell? Only you. All of a sudden, exercising doesn't seem like such a big deal, right? And by the way, I'm not talking about chasing your dreams on a treadmill or lifting weights. I'm talking about identifying what you want to achieve and taking the necessary steps in order to meet those goals. You'll, you'll find your own style. That's part of the fun, part of the journey. You want to build muscles? Cool. Want to lose fat? Groove it, baby. Want to get a pull-up for the first time in your life? You got it. You love lifting weights? Great. You hate lifting weights? Power to you. Find something you enjoy and do it to the utmost. That's where truly great things take place. Why do something you loathe? You simply will not keep at it. Develop your ability to remain resolute in the face of initial discomfort, physical and emotional pain. In the knowledge that what you're doing has a purpose and a product that remains long after those byproducts have gone. I mean, listen, do I relish getting up before 5am when it's freezing cold? <laughs> Not all the time. But boy, do I love getting to do something that I love and watching that grow into a career of helping people. You know, Remaining consistent with your endeavors, as anyone will tell you, is ultimately the defining feature of your success. And when you start to see the fruit of your labors begin to blossom, you'll feel unstoppable. On the real, in the realm of changing your body, this will typically be four to six weeks, provided you've been doing at least some of the right things, where you'll be given just a glimmer of response from your body to the weeks of effort you've been putting in. If you don't know what you're doing, then ask. Learn, ask some more, hire a good coach. There's no shame in asking. That's how we learn and improve. Just don't let your reservations get in the way of what you want. Much in the same way fear and doubt will stop you asking out that fucking gorgeous girl or guy. Do not let fear take everything from you. They say no? Cool. Fuck them. I like those odds, frankly. If you want to build muscle and burn fat, but you don't know how, waste no time in asking the hopefully competent trainer at your gym. Or look online, read books. We have no excuse not to obtain the knowledge or guidance in any subject that we so choose. Showing up at the gym and expecting things to just happen is an effective strategy for meeting your goals. Reach out. You'll likely form bonds you simply wouldn't have had if you just ended up on the treadmill alone doing bicep curls. Which is to say, at home masturbating on the sofa. Alas, in closing this eloquent tumble down the proverbial rabbit hole, I'll leave you with this. Endeavor to be patient and resolute in all of your pursuits. Keep that why that we talked about in that first episode in the forefront of your mind. Why on earth am I doing this? Oh yeah, because I love my wife, she deserves this, and I want to have a long and happy marriage. If you want instant gratification, go masturbate.